Radio Free Cybertron. Transformers. Rewind. This week on Transformers Rewind, it's Sea Change from G1. Do you really think that I would disappear like the droids? You're both machines, aren't you? Is that how you think of me? Sea Spray, you're my friend. Maybe that is all I am, a bunch of transistors and bolts. But I don't believe it. My heart may look like an energon pump, but that doesn't mean it can't fail. No, Sea Spray, don't! I have to find out! Oh, Sea Spray, my friend. I did love you. You did? Really? Sea Spray? I think so. Wait a minute. There. How do you like that? Oh, Sorry, guess I'm still part robot. But I like you as a robot. I was afraid that someone with a body like mine wouldn't be your type. Never. Wanna go for a swim? So, Sea Spray becomes a human. That's it. See ya. (laughs) This episode just doesn't require a lot of thought. But they fall in love. It's a love story. You don't watch this episode, you feel this episode. So so I guess the current would be the feels. Using the current using the current that's a, is that what it's called now is the feels it get you it gives you. It would have been better if he pulled up in like a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or something and got out and she and the girl was like, I'm in love with you because that's how quick it was. It was like, I love you. <laughs> I was like, it's been two minutes. You got a lot of money, right? Yeah. So, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just want to point out that you know the Autobots pick up this distress signal, the unknown unknown origin, and what rescue party do they send? They send Cosmos and Perceptor and Sea Spray and Bumblebee. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Who are they well, going to save? Well, was Omega Supreme busy doing something else? I mean. He he was busy trying to figure out his origins. I mean, but, uh, this episode is is a perfect example of uh, you know the scale being all thrown off because they basically go over in Cosmos, and then they transform and they're all the same size again. You just had four Transformers inside of you, and now you're as big as them. So, Don, what, back in the day, how do we explain that mass? Like mass loss, mass conversion, yeah, mass conversion, subspace fields. Yeah, basically all the mass goes into a pocket dimension. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that they pull mass from an unknown source to increase their size. God, Just, yeah, <laughs> the science. <laughs> Don't you know anything about science? It's amazing what nerds will come up with to explain their favorite shows. You know, it's kind of funny. Back in, back then, we didn't have a lot to talk about other than like the Furman comics and G1 and you know Beast Wars 2 at that point. Uh, but um, we had to come up with a lot of creative crap. Now we just don't care because there's so much thrown at us. Can you imagine if can you can you imagine if Transformers Prime had had an episode that was basically uh, sea change? 
the, on Twitter, the, the writers would have been like lynched. <laughs> I will say one thing about uh, sea change and also uh, using it as a parallel to the gambler. It's nice seeing the Decepticons empire actually having non-Earth focused operations going on. Because you've got Deceptitran on this planet, and then you've got the uh, the Casino Lord and the Gambler. So you're actually getting a sense that the Decepticons are actually an empire of sorts, rather than just being focused completely on Earth and the Autobots. Yeah, this this sort of added to the added to the universe. You know, if an ep- if an episode takes place in you know. Talking about an episode that we talked about in a previous episode, we talked about uh, changing gears. Took place in the, you know, in Africa. Okay, yeah, that's great. We 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 know that Africa's there, and we know there's you know we know there's stuff, but it really doesn't add anything. This episode sort of makes the universe a little more richer. Um, you know, you know, other episodes like I don't know, Child's Play, kind of take away from the universe by you know adding uh, interest, adding new things. But uh, I, I really do think that uh, this episode makes transformers just a little better the transformers would be transformers as a whole would be would be less awesome if sea change wasn't in it and i love sea spray's voice i love sea spray yeah god i love sea spray so much his his voice actor must have just been in pain by the end of the that was frank welker that was welker and i i forgot if Wow. Yeah, I think he can pretty much do anything. Yeah. One thing I noticed during watching this episode is that I think Laserbeak is the only competent Decepticon ever. <laughs> In the cartoon, probably, yes. And he's not, like, unerringly competent, because I'm, I mean, I'm certain there are instances when he did something incredibly stupid. Um, but, yeah, when Megatron said that, you know... His other warriors failed him in transfers of the movie, you know, and praising Laserbeak. Laserbeak pretty much is a straight shooter. Yeah, he was the only one in this episode smart enough to just, you know, follow the people to their hidden city. I mean, yeah. 